hello and welcome to this week's podcast on recovery from fragmented families. Now, I always say when it comes to family estrangement, sometimes there's really not straightforward route to people making amends with their estranged family members, right? So sometimes those people that are involved are normally filled with anger, resentment, fear, anxiety, and to some degree, emotional chaos. So with that being said, I always say that, you know, sometimes it's okay to go through those feelings when you're going through it, but often people carry those feelings with them way after the chaos or the circumstances that led to family estrangement are far gone because we carry the emotional scars. But I believe by changing our mindset and just changing how we look at things and choosing to work on ourselves sometimes, it can be a way forward to alleviating us of emotional pain that people experience as a result of going through family estrangement, right? So for this week's episode, I have my wonderful guest, She's so wonderful and my God, I've been following her journey for quite some time now. Her name is Chanitha Johnson and she will literally, well, I say, she literally helps people find a belief in themselves. Now, if you go through family estrangement, you know, sometimes belief in yourself is a little bit, it has dwindled a little bit, okay? So, listen to my friend here, and my fellow sister, and what I do say is that it's all about pivot. So this discussion is not so much about family estrangement, but it's more so about shifting and pivoting into a different direction in the face of adversity. Now, you're gonna get to hear my client has experienced adversity from abandonment to molestation to abuse. And yet she stands tall today, helping others to navigate those tricky waters. Honestly, you're gonna love this conversation. And so I'm just gonna let my wonderful guest continue from here. Ah, thank you, Miriam. First, thank you so much for inviting me to be here. I am just so honored to be a part of this show and pour into your audience. And I always tell you a breath of fresh air. Every time I talk to you or see you, you are a breath of fresh air. But I am Shanita Johnson, and I am a mom. I'm somebody's wife, <laughs> and I'm an entrepreneur. And everything that I do, I help women who struggle with low self-esteem and confidence as a result of childhood abuse to kickstart going from inferior to empowered. And I do that because that was me. That was my story. Yeah. And I learned now how to shift my focus and be in pursuit of purpose, turn my pain into power and just yes. transform my life. And so I'm so honored to be here with you today. And I can't wait to dig into this conversation even further. <laughs> honestly, I am so honored that you are here. Honestly, is um, you can share some of that wisdom that I see on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if you can get into it, how has mindset um, impacted in your life in terms of how you shifted your mindset in the last say five years which I think when I look at your journey it's really been going on for the past um, you know it's been less than five years and how has that been for you? Yeah this transformation has been three years in like in action 
But when I look at my life now and then, it's completely almost unrecognizable. I think back to then when it felt impossible for me to be a confident person, I always saw in my mind. And to be that person now in the most authentic way, I can't even describe it. When I wake up every day and I look in the mirror and speak to myself and I look in my eyes, yeah. the person I see looking back at me is love. It's just something that I never thought I can get to. But three years ago, so my journey began and I realized it was time for change in my life. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what the steps were, but it was as if God had put me on his path. He let yeah. this incident happen to lead me here to go there and I'll share the incident happened as we get further into the interview but it was from that moment that I knew something has to change yeah. that moment where you know we get sick and tired of being sick and tired oh yes and when I made that decision that I had to change that is when the real work came because a lot of times we we want to change but we don't decide to change yes. and when I decided to change my world began to open up and it wasn't overnight like you said it was over the years, it was gradual, three years. But looking back in, at 2018, 2021, I can't believe it took me so long, right? Yes. But we can't get anywhere quicker, faster, sooner than we're supposed to be. I believe yes. that everything happens for a reason. There's a time and a reason for every season. And Absolutely. so I had to, you know, go through the the, the incubation period and, and the low self-esteem and go through all that to become who I am today. And so this journey has been so rewarding. And I wish all your listeners who's going through right now could see this in their mind and know that they can have it too. Yeah. Because it's powerful. Because it's not like we're changing the outside. And it's not like yeah. our physical environment changes, right? It's almost right. like we go in it for an internal shift, little yes. by little. And I always call it internal shift with every one book at the time. Because I don't know about you, but for me, my, my shifting started, I start reading a book, then it gives me some kind of coping strategy, then it gives me this, then I go on another book, then another book, and then I'm like, oh, wow. And then I realize I'm controlling literally my own destiny at this point. Is that been yeah. experienced too in terms of shifting your mindset? Yeah, it started actually with podcasts. Um, I didn't know what podcasts were before 2018, but because I was working and I was commuting back and forth to work, an hour there, hour back, I needed something different. I discovered a podcast and I began to listen and I started hearing things. And then it went to YouTube videos and yeah. discovering different speakers and then books. Yes. Before 2018, I never read books. I didn't have to. If they were just for work or school, that's one thing, but I never picked up a book by choice. Yes. And since then, I have a collection of, of almost 100 books. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. When they yeah. say that if you want to keep, they say, here like in America they say if you want to have something from a black person put in a book yeah and when I say that that is you know for anybody that's yeah. so true because there's so much it's like a, a book has like a roadmap yes it's like a roadmap and just um it's just uh books I love books. I know I love them <laughs> honestly I think I spend more money on books than anything else. It's either books. Yes. <laughs> even <laughs> audiobooks too. Even audiobooks. I swear I get so many. I think in, a, in the last month, I've purchased about five books. But then yeah. I realized it's my escape time as well. Um, and I also realized whenever I want to change in a particular area, I get in the book because you know what? Honestly, there's nuggets to change right there. Yes, absolutely. Right. 
So are you able to elaborate a little bit more about what has, uh, what led you to the change? So back in 2018, I wanted to apply for a job, I was working for a government job, and I knew that I can do it because at this point I was doing very well in my position, yeah. I was on a trajectory to go higher, but, and I was on a trajectory, and I wanted to apply for the position, but I knew I could do it, but I got doubt and I started feeling fearful, yeah. like I can't do it. And something in me got so frustrated. And I'm mm -hmm. like, Shanita, what is wrong with you? Why are you keep doing this to yourself? You keep sabotaging you. Yeah. And that happened. And then I began to think like, okay, well, something is wrong. I've had it all wrong this whole time because back then I got into makeup yeah. and I can do makeup really well. I can make it look good on the outside. Yeah. But I realized something was wrong internally. Mm -hmm. And yeah. when that happened, my mind begins to focus on me, like, okay, something is wrong with me inside. Let's go into this. And I began to look at like the content and I knew that I need a community because yeah. me as an introvert, I, I, I used to hide in the shame and I would suffer in silence yeah. and I did it very, very well. And so I knew I need a community where other people to hold me accountable yes. and that I can talk to. And so I joined meetup.com. You ever heard of meetup.com? No, I haven't actually. It's called meetup.com and you can like meet people with like interests for different things as entrepreneurship, right. sewing. <laughs> and so I was looking for women empowerment groups and I joined it. And the, one of the people, they reached out to me and invited me to a live meetup. Yeah. And I was thinking like, well, maybe I should go and like, I don't know if I should go or not. Yeah. And eventually I decided to go. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I had never seen any of them in my life. And when I went there, I was so dumbfounded because I saw women, Black women, women yeah. empowering each other. And they, they walk with a certain confidence that I, yes. I aspire for. Yeah. And it made me feel small. Mm. So I got there and I felt small. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not supposed to be here. But I stayed. It's that imposter it's, syndrome, isn't it? Yes, the imposter syndrome. And one of the women there... I connected with, she was a member in that community. She became like a, a mentor to me a little bit. And mm -hmm. so she knew my story and she began to help me. So one day she invited me to her workshop. Yeah. She had a confidence workshop and I'm like, well, I'm not going to go to that. I don't have confidence. Yeah. But I said, you know, I want to support her because she's poured into me. Yeah. So I guess maybe I'll go, but I did not know that same day I was going to an entrepreneur workshop. And they happened to be less than a mile apart. Like oh, they were wow. less than five minutes apart. Imagine that synchronicity right there. Oh my God. And I was leaving the first one. I was like, let me see what this other one is that out here. Cause they both was in, a, in the city of Chicago. Yeah. And I looked and it was five minutes down the street. And I said, you know what? I'll just go real quick and show my face and say hi. So I yeah. get in, I walk in the door and I received a handheld bag with a blue handheld mirror, yeah. a notebook and a pen. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, okay, well, this is a nice little gift. How, how nice are they, right? Mm -hmm. And the speaker is speaking, they closing out. The woman who had invited me, she stops the speaker and she says, hey, I want you to do the exercise that you missed. Mm -hmm. And I want you to look into the mirror and speak positive affirmations to yourself out so, loud. Oh, wow. And when she said that, you would have thought that my whole world crashed because mm -hmm. as soon as I heard those words, my stomach began to crumble. Mm -hmm. I started getting sweaty and that, that imposter syndrome. 
because on the outside I walked in there and I was you know I was beating my uh, face oh, beat. yes yeah I had my I had my sister locks twisted out I mean I'm telling you so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and when she said that it was like a ghost I seen a ghost yeah and so my what do you mean I mean I'm, I'm showing you the outside why do I have to talk about what's inside are you kidding me yes it was it was it was it was almost yeah um like numbing oh and I couldn't I couldn't wrap my mind around it so I stand up to do it and I reached down with my right hand to grab this blue mirror and yeah. instantly it was almost like an out-of-body experience because I realized that I was internally coaching myself I was yeah. saying come on Cynthia, you can do it real quick you can do it know. Yeah, you yes. never know. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. But no matter what I said, my hand would not lift to my face. Yeah. No matter how much I said, it, I could not physically lift Neither that mirror. Yeah. Yeah. The power of the mind, it goes into that. Yeah. And so I stood there for what felt like an eternity yeah. with my hand sweating. And eventually I broke down because I couldn't do it. I could not do it. Yes. And from that day, it was as if something, a, a seed was planted. Yes. Something shifted. But it didn't happen right away. It was gradually. Yeah. But that seed was planted because now I knew that I could no longer hide. No. They saw me. Yes. Right? They saw the real me, the small me. And yes. from that day, yeah, from that day, it was something in me. A seed was planted. And I began to do the work and go through the process. And looking back now, I have known what that process is. Now I call it keys. Yes. You know, the oh. acronym KEYS. Yeah, it's called KEYS. K-E-Y-S. K is for know yourself. Uh-huh. E is for evolving your mind. Wow. Y is for your affinity, which is your community. Yeah. And S is for your story, how you position your story. Yes. Because when you realize that everything that happened to you happened for you. For you. you boom. Then you can tell your story from a position of purpose and not pain. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I could not have said that better myself, honestly. <laughs> Because I begin to realize, actually, there were life lessons wrapped in pain. Cactus, actually, they're here to teach us. They're the ones that make us evolve. But here's the thing. When they come to us, guess what they first do to us? We shriek. We minimize. As a matter of fact, sometimes if we don't watch it, we stay in that state of minimalism. Actually, sometimes for the rest of our lives, to be honest. And I didn't want that to happen to me. I was thinking, I was like, well... I know everything happened to me, but at this time I was like 30. I'm like, I have so much life ahead of me. Like, do I want to yeah. still live by default? When yeah. I realized I had the power to choose, it was like a light snapped on. Like light I have bulb. the power to choose. So is that your ha-ha moment? Yes. My ha-ha moment was the power to choose. But actually the real ha-ha moment was a motivational speaker named Eric Thomas. Yeah. And he had a, a tape. Oh, he's a, he's a guy. I, yeah. Yeah. I think of, yeah. I yeah he had a tape called You're Amazing. I listened to it probably about 50 times before, and yeah. I never really thought anything of it. But one day, driving home from work, I listened to it, and he was saying, You're amazing. I was like, Oh my God, I'm amazing. Oh, yes. It was like <laughs> the heavens open. I said, Oh my God. If yeah. somebody would have rolled past me and my windows, they would have, they probably thought I was crazy. But it <laughs> hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm amazing yeah and I couldn't believe it yeah but that was my real aha moment and then from then everything began to flow like dominoes and oh man do you know what I always find that once we have that knowledge is we see things differently it's almost like we have a different set of glasses and it doesn't mean we're not faced with challenges or annoyances or any circumstances it just means that when they come upon us we look at them differently 
It doesn't mean we don't get angry because girl, I'm sure you get angry just as much as I do, but I think we don't stay in that state for too long. And they actually, we analyze ourselves under circumstances from um, another point. That, so that's what mindset has done for me. Yeah, that's incredible. It's your paradigm. When we see things, the lens in which we see the world through, when that changes, everything changes. And yes. like you said, we're not perfect. I get upset. I yell at my husband. I get upset. But what yeah. it is that I become a better person for all those around me. Yes. And so the way I carry myself and how I present myself to the world, that changes. But it I'm does. not, I'm not a perfect person. We're perfect. We're imperfect. We're perfectly imperfect. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> that's it's my mantra. God made us imperfectly perfect. Yes. That's yeah. what I normally say as well. I and and I think for me, the mindset also came about boundaries. So for me, I remember, I didn't realize just how deep my low self-esteem was until I was listening to a lady called Marissa Pish. to look yourself in the mirror and tell her that you are enough. Hmm. And I was like, nope. And as soon as I looked at her and said, you're enough, I was like, all the other circumstances that's happened in the past came flooding back telling me why I wasn't enough. And I mean, it was such a real resistance such a real resistance and it was like no I'm not enough because one two three four five six not I'm not enough because one two three four five six um but as the time went on by it got better the resistance got less and another thing I started to do was listen to positive affirmations it was a 20 minute uh, video I, it was like a YouTube video just a random one it's got 20 minute of positive affirmation I start listening to that every single morning as I'm getting ready for work, as I'm doing it, I'll start listening to it every day, going for a walk, going for a jog, in a train. That will be the last thing I listen to before going to bed. And I did that consistently for one year and six months. And the reason I did this, because I really needed to reprogram my mind. Um, because the, the self-sabotage, or the spirit of self-sabotage, the low self-esteem, low self-worth, that was just, it was bigger. I think I didn't even realize just how gigantic this thing was. Yeah. until when I was start and even and I realized even getting things like compliments you you, you look pretty today or that looks like I'll be like I'll shriek I'm like I'll make excuses oh it's only a bit of makeup it's Mac you should try it <laughs> yes I when I tell you I, I understand everything you're saying that's been part of my story as well especially compliments oh yes. like, oh you're so pretty oh well I didn't do anything today but one thing that our coach Patrice said let it land like, yes let it land and when I began to do that like it'll be okay well thank you and I catch myself I'm like okay well yeah I do feel yeah, pretty today yeah. <laughs> so that's a big thing I'm glad you said that that is very big it's very big okay so if you have one piece of advice right now to give to somebody who's really struggling in um, mindset sphere uh, because sometimes it's not just about it's like there's a mindset there's a heart set and there's also trusting in divine power because I or divine being, um, I think for religious people or non-religious people, um, I think it's important for us to believe in bigger, believe in higher, right? I think I also, I don't know if it was the same experience for you, but I, when I start stepping into the mindset sphere, I started realizing certain things that used to happen to me. I start noticing synchronicities a lot more certain coincidences they were not more mm. oh it's just a coincidence actually it was something for a reason I should follow and tag along right and that's everything so before actually you get to ask that question how did you come to write your book because obviously you wrote your journal already how did you come to write that through the course of my journey even when I was a small child I always mm -hmm. journaled 
I yeah. have a book, a, a plastic tub full of old journals. And yeah. I never knew why, like you said, coincidence. I never knew why I did, but it always made me feel good to write. And so I learned that a couple of years ago, like, wow, you know what? I've been tracking my mindset. I'll look back yeah. and think how I would yeah, talk to myself. And I was actually tracking my mindset. And for me, when you get things from your mind to the paper, to paper. it's almost like a release of energy. Yes. You know, it almost feels like it's being way. It doesn't solve the problem, but you get it from here. Yes. And you can see it and become real life. It's like, wow. Yes. I think it's about myself. And so the Evolution of Me journal is what it's called, the Evolution of Me. Yeah. It was that that name I feel God gave to me because I was just sitting there and I'm thinking, yeah. wow, the Evolution of Me, the yeah. Evolution of Me. Yes. And that's what it was for me through my journals. I could track and see the evolution of me. And yes. it was incredible. And so I wanted to share that with other people because a lot of people say, well, what do you write when you journal? What do you do? You mm -hmm. just write. You just write. You, yeah, you just write whatever you feel. Uh, whatever you feel. There is no judgment. There is no no yes. format. You just let it go. It's called expressive writing. Um, you know, you just hit the nail on the head right there because I always say your journal doesn't judge you. And often, yes. now I actually journal in future tense as well as present tense and a past, but I journal in future tense. So I journal what I want my life to be. I, if I'm going through a particular emotional feeling, I'll, I'll write it down because I realize when I start writing down certain feelings, the power of those feelings kind of diminish slightly. Feeling quite angry. Once I start journaling why I'm feeling quite angry, and I realize actually straight um, as time goes on by, that angry energy uh, begins to disperse because I've given it a name on a piece of paper. Yeah, and I don't think many people really, they don't, they haven't experienced that yet, but you notice like, and I notice like, so I wanted more people to get, especially those healing from trauma, to yes. really experience that because some days you don't have to walk around so maybe angry and sad and depressed all day. But if you can give that energy to the paper and read yeah. it back to yourself and thinking, I'm thinking this, mm -hmm. this is what I carry around all day. This is what I'm harboring all day. So the power of writing is, is so important. So that's why I did the journal yeah. and I love it. One thing you said that really stood out to me as you were talking, you said, your journal doesn't judge you. That was oh. like, oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, that's that's powerful because people think, you know, we judge ourselves. We do. But something that's not, that doesn't have life doesn't judge you. Yes. You know? oh, can you show us that book a bit more. Come on. Oh, Let's have a look yeah. on the screen. Oh, there you go. The evolution of me. There you go. Your memoir of self-discovery and personal growth. Absolutely. Yeah. There is something to be said about when, um, I think the best way I can put it, once we begin to go on the mindset sphere, you do discover yourself again. It's almost like you go through a process of rebirth, but mm. this time from the lens of knowing, from the lens of unlimited possibilities, right? That's and this so is what funny. I find. And I, this is it. So you're no longer, you know, you see opportunities, you take them. You realize even if I get rejected, you know what? It's not going to kill me. And it doesn't, it doesn't define who I am, let alone my destiny, right? And we, as you said earlier, you mentioned something that we can wake up every day and create our reality, right? Yeah. And this is what it does. And I think when people are stuck in pain, there's often a glass wall that prevents them from having that view. Uh, and that's what I, I think is um, 
it's the pain point is that he's being stuck and you're no longer seeing things from the point of possibilities because now you're beginning to identify with your circumstance you're beginning to identify what's happening to you instead of saying what's happening was for you for you to evolve and that's what I think people leaves people really really stuck yeah one thing I wanted to mention because I remember back when I started, it felt like impossible. I'm like, wow, I can actually not have low self-esteem or I can actually have confidence. But one thing I want to mention is that when even in this space that we in through this paradigm, we still may have that that thought that comes up. It oh, doesn't yes. completely diminish. No. It's just how we just deal with it when it happens. Um, that's why. So I want to make sure that the woman listening today, that she understands that maybe you feel like, on this side of where you at, it's not possible, but we're just learning how to deal with it on this side. We learn how to not give power life to that thought. Yes. We know how to maybe not let it get bigger than what it is, but they still come. Yes, because uh, I think in the end, we know what can make it bigger, right? We know it's, if we keep feeding into it, so it's say if you're about to take up an opportunity or something, and you're like, I'm not qualified, I'm not this. If you keep entertaining that thought, then you'll be like, yes. But if you actually say, you know, well, what's the worst that can happen? The worst I can get is a rejection. So it makes you shoot for the stars. That's good. Thank you so much for bringing that up. That's, that's real good. <laughs> Where can my, listen, my listeners find you? I am on Facebook and Instagram, first and last name. Shanita Johnson. Also online, I have a website, my first and last name, yeah. shanitajohnson.com. I also have a podcast. My podcast is titled Influence Yourself First. Yeah. And over there, I help people learn how to break mental barriers. And that is where I, I say I thrive and shine the most because mm-hmm. I can get behind a microphone, no video, and just let it go. Yes. <laughs> so yes. my podcast <laughs> is on all platforms. And yeah, I'm online everywhere. Your line ever. That's fine. So I'll put all the links so everybody can find her. Honestly, she's so good. Girl, you're amazing when it comes to sharing your wisdom. And I feel like for a lot of us who are in a mindset sphere, we can sometimes we can forget just how foreign this language sounds to people who are not there, right? So I feel like if you can listen to Chanitha, you Honestly, we just feel your life um, the same way I've listened to our podcast and I follow her on Instagram. So I suggest you guys go and do the same. And don't forget to buy her journal. I'm going to put all the links um, to all our stuff. So guys, enrich your life. That's all I can say. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Miriam. Ah, you're just amazing. And I'm so happy I'm in community with you. And just I'm just thankful. Thank you so much. No, I'm so pleased we met. Honestly, I, I love the women I've come across in the last. I mean, it feels like I've known you guys forever, but really and truly it's been the last three months. <laughs> That's amazing. So thank you so much. So that is all for this week's episode, guys. And thank you so much for listening. And don't, don't you just love Chinithia's story? I mean, honestly, that is one story of overcoming. Okay? So guys, remember, when it comes to overcoming obstacles and circumstances in life, sometimes it requires shifting our mindset and just the way we look at things. That can make a big difference in the world. Even just changing our practice. I would say, you know, it starts with a mindset, journaling, meditation, anything to do with self-care. Watch how you talk to yourself. Pay attention to the language that you use because all of that is all in a bundle of changing your mindset. So thank you so much for listening and be sure to tune in next week for another episode. 
Thank you.